you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw. Count. Oh, it's count out. You do it now. Oh, sorry. I'll start over then. Steve here. No, hey, friendo. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw. Count out the only countdown show here on Steve and Larson YouTube channel. Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Correct. Home of Going In Raw. Yes. The podcast yes. about wrestling stuff. Correct. Yes. We're available, as you said, here on YouTube. Hit the subscribe notify button. We're also available wherever fine podcasts can be found. We're all over the place. I know we're, last I heard, so like we're, we're back on Google Play. Yeah. Um, I don't know how these things work. I really don't. What I did notice on Google Play is that there is, uh, before going in raw podcast and then there is a new going in raw podcast that has updates yes that has the updated ones there's one so, that's called going in raw pro wrestling podcast yeah that's the old one yeah new one is just going in raw yeah so go with that one the one yeah. that says cast box original um so this is a process we're switching servers um and uh and yeah we're also speaking of cast box we're on cast box we have a great partnership with them yes so we encourage you to check out the cast box podcast app yes please um and uh we're also on Ooh, it's a pro wrestling tea sale oh yeah right now 20 percent off 20 off. off all of our designs Use code mania yeah mania it's the big wrestlemania sale 20 percent off we have got a bunch of great shirts hopefully some new ones up by then too maybe we'll have to email some people uh, we're also on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a fantastic way to support going in raw. Mm-hmm. Kick us a couple bucks and uh, we'll give you some stuff in return. That's yes. how it works. That's how it works. Capitalism at its finest. Yeah. And you're supporting a good good show, we hope. Hopefully. Yeah. If you're watching it, hopefully you like Sometimes it. Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> Larson, what's going on tomorrow? Oh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania is tomorrow. Takeover tonight. WrestleMania is tomorrow. And because of that, we decided to do a count out based on WrestleMania. Yeah. Novel concept. Yeah, I know. Very original. Nobody else is doing this. Ever. Um, so, you know, WrestleMania is known for the spectacle. Yeah, true. Uh, and But I think I think to a lot of fans, for WrestleMania moments, it's, it's wrestlers getting an opportunity to do something magical or mm-hmm. special yeah. or shocking, shocking on the largest stage in the mall. So today, we're going to talk about WrestleMania moments, specifically the most shocking mm-hmm. WrestleMania moments. The thing that I like about this list... Is that we went? We went with the because they're shocking moments. They're basically unpredictable moments. Uh-huh. Moments that happened and left people going, "Whoa! Did not see that happening." Yeah, did not see that coming. Uh, so we'll just kick it off with number ten. Ten. Number ten. Ten. The Hardys return. We kind of saw this one maybe coming. They were uh, uh, free from their impact obligations. Um, however, they were wrestling for Ring of Honor at the time, or just prior to this, and they made it seem like they were going to stick around a Ring of Honor for a while, but they did have like a tailgate 
party or barbie or sorry uh, autograph signing in orlando the morning early afternoon of wrestlemania so they were in town plus mm. they wrestled at supercard of honor the previous night so it, it wasn't a complete sh- surprise that they were there nonetheless how they were introduced there was a, a match for the the tag titles the new day who were hosting mania last year came up on stage and said you know paraphrasing this match is great but you know maybe there's room for one more team leading people to believe the new day were get involved and instead they kind of stepped aside you heard the the hardy's music kick on and out they come so and the he, place yeah. exploded so here's the thing if you're like nerds like us it wasn't it was surprise it was still it was still surprising oh yeah i if i recall correctly my general feeling towards it was i'll believe it when i see it yeah and i think even in our lead up we were like some some for some things were like you know Oh well, this guy signed. We've heard spoilers, or we've we've heard reports. He's going to become and like it, it. It's practically guaranteed stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, well, we know this guy has signed. Well, with the Hardys, we figured that it could be a possibility. Jeff Hardy had had tried some some misdirection. I think days before said that yeah, he had yeah. signed like a year long contract with Ring of Honor, and so when it actually happened to us to people who were like knee deep in the dirt sheets type stuff mm-hmm. it was still fairly surprising yeah. if not shocking i imagine to the vast majority of people, the pop was massive oh yeah when it happened and so this was definitely shocking for people who aren't really knee deep in that yeah, stuff yeah aren't quite uh, you know uh, check the dirt sheets on a regular basis they aren't yes. in tune with contractual statuses and yes, whatnot yes. um so this was a fairly shocking moment i think for most people and, uh, and it was a beautiful one. I mean, who would have thought just like, you know, what, days before, a week before they were taking on the Young Bucks for those Ring of Honor championships um, or the tag titles there. And then they were winning the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships right there on the grandest stage of them all. Yeah. The Hardys. It was great to see them back. I still have yet to watch the WrestleMania 24 they did mm. where it shows them sort of sneaking in. and Yeah, I need to check that and out And all too. that kind of stuff. So I'd like to see that. But, yeah, the Hardys coming back. You know, it had been rumored that, you know, at one point Vince really wanted Jeff. And then when the final deletion stuff happened, he really wanted both of them. Um, And so it seemed like it might have been inevitable, but you just never know. Like these things kind of fall apart. Like look at Rey Mysterio. He came back at the Rumble. There were talks that he was in a deal. He busted his his arm. He starts, you know, dilly dallying with uh, New Japan. Now we hear that maybe there's a deal. Maybe not. Yeah, we don't know. So anyways, yeah, that's a good one. Number nine. Nine. Chris Benoit beats the click. He did this to win the World Heavyweight Championship. At the conclusion of WrestleMania 20. That's right. And it led to one of the... uh, I remember being very emotionally shocked by this, if you will, because it's the most shocking list. The the sight of him and Eddie Guerrero, two firmly WCW guys. Two guys that we knew inside and out because of WCW. Chris Benoit beat the two, probably two of the most protected guys in the history of the WWE, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, in a, in a brilliant... Yeah, it was a fantastic match. Brilliant triple threat. Maybe the best triple threat we've ever seen in the WWE. Um, Benoit went over, won the title, and him and Guerrero stood in the middle of the ring. And to see the expressions on their faces, to see how they looked at each other, they were both in awe of the moment and everybody who had mm-hmm. followed these guys. They were they were not Vince guys. No. And that's what made this so shocking. These and, guys yeah, were standing in yeah. the ring, confetti falling down with the two biggest prizes in the company. Yes. 
Like, oh, in, in all of wrestling at that point. In all of wrestling, yeah. If if it was like the IC and the US title have been like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But this was the these were the biggest titles in the company. Yeah. And like you said in wrestling. So um yeah, that was definitely a shocking moment. Yes. Number eight. Eight. Hulk Hogan beats Yokozuna at WrestleMania nine. So let's 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 do a little backstory. Not here. all these are great shocking. Some no, of them are just baffling. Lousy. This one is <laughs> completely lousy. This so, is very baffling. Um Hogan didn't want to uh, step aside and let Bret Hart uh, become top guy in WWF at the time. Right. Um, so the Hogan's the worst. The scheduled man. main event of WrestleMania Nine was Bret taking on Yokozuna for the WWF Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, I guess Hogan had other ideas. So the match happened. Um, um, Bret lost the title and Hold the on. match but, but, because Mr. Fuji threw powder in his face. Before you continue, what? How was this Hogan's business at all? Did you did Yokozuna so Yoko beat Brett? Yeah. And then Hogan came in, yeah, and beat Yoko. Well, he, no, hold, hold on. Hogan came in under the idea at least that he was protesting the injustice he had just seen. Yeah. Where where, where Yokozuna <laughs> cheated to win and to uh right this wrong, he decided to win the title for himself. <laughs> And I, I, it was like less than 30 seconds. I believe it was boot, leg drop, one, two, three. And this is because Hogan didn't want to lose the title of Brett because he thought Brett was too small. Something like that. Why did Vince indulge this then? Because I wonder if he still thought Hogan was money. If he wanted the belt on... So did so is the idea that Hogan convinced Brett... I'm sorry, Hogan convinced Vince that Brett wasn't money and that he could have one last Maybe. right? Because this was the last time... Hogan had that title till he came back. It mm-hmm. was about so King of the Ring. I think was the, what year was? It was the following, uh, the, or was it that June? The following, yeah, it was the following June. So two months later, at like the weakest like pay per view, King of the Ring, where Yokozuna Yokozuna beat Hogan. Not surprised by cheating. Mm-hmm. Hogan drops the belt, leaves the company. Yeah, um, which sets up that's right WrestleMania ten. Which is where Yoko takes on Luger first. And then Brett. And then Brett. And then Brett gets the title from Yokozuna. So eventually Brett got the title from Yokozuna. Well, he carried Brett carried the title into this match. And he lost it to Yokozuna. Oh yeah, that's right, because Brett that's right, Brett had already yeah. So I wonder if 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 Hogan didn't want to have a match against Brett here yeah, okay. and lose. Oh. Maybe that's what it was. That's so weird, though. Yeah, I know. Why wasn't Vince at that point just like, go, you know? I mean, maybe he just wanted a big surprise. I don't know. I'm sure there's a story about it somewhere out there. But yeah, it was shocking, but just in a baffling way. Yeah. Like you said, I love the way you put it. Hogan decided to right this wrong by winning the title himself. It didn't. And he was wondering why he was getting booed by the end of his I know. Number seven. Seven. Edge Spears Jeff Hardy. Yeah, this wasn't just any spear. This was during the second, I believe, TLC match. The first was at SummerSlam 2000. This was at WrestleMania 17. So Jeff Hardy uh, climbs the ladder, yeah. is holding on to the tag titles. The ladder is removed from underneath him. Yeah. So he's hanging there. He's dangling. Do you remember the Red Bull-sponsored uh, Earth Drop? When yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. This was akin to that. Yeah. He was so high up. Yeah, he was like 12, 15 feet in the air. In the air. And Edge climbs up a ladder and then spears Hardy off the thing that the belts are hanging off of to the mat in terms of shocking moves this is probably the most shocking wrestlemania move because they were so 
high up there. I know. And Ed Spe- and Jeff Hardy's just gunk. Yeah. Oh man, what a fantastic sight that was. And yeah, they was. use it every time and every every time there's any sort of ladder match or extreme rules match or anything like that, you'll always see this image. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was in the uh some package too at some point. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um you know, the, the, to start raw. Yeah, yeah, cuz man, it was uh it was really something else. It's it's one of those one of those, it was like this and like mankind uh, at hell in a cell coming yeah. down. There's certain there are certain moves um, that you will always see that the WWE loves to put in every single package they do for whatever they're doing. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. Shane falling off something too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like that elbow he did off the top of the set that one time. Right. Uh, number six. Six. Uh, Ultimate Warrior pins Hulk Hogan. Uh, so uh, again, uh, this is so I was going to say again terrible. But we'll get to the actual pinfall in a second. Um, not being sort of so. So these days, be, thanks largely to social media, you get a sense of expectations. What people think is going to happen. I don't remember. This was the first time Hogan was pinned in, I think, nine years. Okay. Um, I don't really know what the fan expectations were. Heading into this, if I, re- I mean, I remember seeing the like Hogan DVD or something where they talk about different superstars discuss it, and there, I get the sense that people simply didn't know. You had a very odd situation where the Intercontinental Champion, the Ultimate Warrior, was the biggest star in the company, getting yeah. the biggest reactions yeah. on the biggest like win streak or whatever he was on, and then Hulk Hogan, face of the company. Uh, you know, hadn't been pinned in like nine years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, he took down Andre. He took down Piper. Everybody. Ho- uh, Savage. Savage, exactly. And this felt, I think, probably to some people like a, a torch, like a potential torch passing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what the general wrestling fans' sort of expectations were at the time. Yeah, I don't but know either. Trying to get a read on it, like looking at you know the documentaries that WWE produced. It kind of feels like people were just sort of in two camps. Some people loved Warriors. Some people have the people love Warrior. Have the people loved Hogan. Yeah, and they wanted their guy to win. But I don't think anybody really knew what to expect in this yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, history had had told us, especially looking back on it, that if Hogan's in a championship situation, guess what? Hogan wins. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, whereas Warrior was kind of new to all this. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so yeah, Warrior, Ultimate Warrior was you know the 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 wrestler on the rise. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's not. I mean, we've seen plenty of times where the wrestler on the rise takes a leg drop and eats a pin to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> exactly. We just talked about it with the Bret Hart. Uh, yeah, instance, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, instance. But in this case, it was Warrior who came out as the winner um, and probably the best match these two were capable of putting on. Uh, yeah, no, it was the, the match itself was actually kind of decent. It was all right. It was the, entertaining at moments. It's yeah. I mean, it's it is what you it, it is what it is with these two guys. Yeah. But for them, it was like a five-star match. Mm-hmm. And so the finish saw uh, Warrior um, hoist uh, Hulk Hogan. At, here's the thing. I mean, sort of the joke about Warrior is that he was gassed by the time the, the bell rang because he would dart sprint. full sprint to the ring and then run around it. And definitely by the end of this match, which I didn't see how long this match actually I think it's lasted. like 20 minutes. Jeez. I think it's pretty long. 20 minutes. I think so. So by the end of the match... Warrior's face uh, uh, face paint is all off, which yeah. is weird. It's 22 minutes. Oh, my God. 
That's obscene. Um, is that the what's the longest? That's the longest the, by far. The next longest is is almost twelve minutes, and that's uh, so this is DiBiase like, versus Jake Roberts. That's like double the time of the next longest match. Um, so by the end of the match, Warrior's face paint is off, which is weird. So you just see Jim, and uh, he's trying to. You can tell he's so gassed. Oh, he's, yeah, he's trying to press slam. He's Hogan. trying to press slam Hogan, and he barely gets out from under Hogan before he drops him. Hogan drops down. Uh, Warrior comes off the ropes. He gives him a Warrior splash onto the back of Hogan. Barely rolls him over. Goes for the pin. Hogan kicks out. Hogan does the hulking out thing. And right when he's going to try to hit the leg drop, you know, they go through the whole routine. He goes to hit the leg drop. Warrior rolls out of the way, springs up, hits the Warrior splash. One, two, three, and he gets the pin. But Hogan basically kicks out at three. Mm -hmm. At like 2.9, he kicks out. That's ridiculous. It is. And I, I always forget that before I watch it again. We went back and watched it just before we started recording this. And it's so ridiculous. It is. Even in defeat, he can't just take it cleanly. He can't just take it cleanly. Exactly. So, um, but, you know, the crowd, it was it was a massive reaction from mm-hmm. the crowd. This mm-hmm. is a huge moment. It was obvious that it was a huge moment. It felt like a passing of the torch moment. Was it actually that? No. Because the Warriors' reign was not that... Long lived, and it, it was really wasn't. That it wasn't memorable great. either. It was not memorable at all. He kind of uh, came and went several times. Came back, defeated Triple H, and another shocking, somewhat moment at WrestleMania 12, yeah, where he yeah. beat him in about two minutes. Yeah, uh, no soul to pedigree entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, you know, he kind of fizzled in WWF. Showed up for a little bit in WCW. Mm-hmm. Till yeah, Hogan brought him back to get yeah you know, his to, win back. To get his win back exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, huge shocking moments in the history of WrestleMania, you can't really leave this one off the list. Um, This is one of those things that would be interesting. You know, people often ask us, you know, if we could uh, get one of those Ronda Rousey time machines going and go back. This is one of those moments that'd be interesting to, especially the build, get people like, yeah, how do you you feel this is going to go? Oh, I don't know. I really love Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but how do you think they're going to book it? What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? (laughs) Booking. This isn't real. (laughs) No, they knew. They knew about <laughs> did the they? choreographed nature back did then. They? Yes, they did. I don't know, man. Maybe. Number five. Five. Sheamus beats Daniel Bryan in 18 seconds. WrestleMania 28. Uh, Daniel Bryan walked into WrestleMania 28 as the world heavyweight champion. Sheamus, fresh off winning the Royal Rumble. This is when Daniel Bryan was healed Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. managed by AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing this match. Yep. Bell rings. He turns um, to give AJ a kiss. Yeah. Turns around, eats a bro kick. Yeah. Loses. Yeah. Pretty lame. Pretty lame. Pretty shocking, but pretty lame. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. You remember if, if so, apparently if Daniel Bryan, the original plan had CM Punk not walked out and then all that, all those dominoes fell into place. Yep. yep. He was supposed to fight Sheamus. I know. <laughs> instead of winning the championship, the undisputed championship. Um, so they, they have kind of a weird history, a weird WrestleMania history. Because didn't they also have like a U.S. title match on the pre-show that they were both really bummed out about because they're on the pre-show? Something like that. Um, this is from a report um, from PW Insider back then. And apparently the rationale behind it was that WWE wanted to surprise everyone at WrestleMania 28 and do something that nobody was expecting. Yeah. Which is part of the reason why Sheamus won in 18 seconds. Yeah. That's stupid. That's a, that's a bad reason to do anything. We just want to surprise people. That's not a good reason. 
No. Number four. Four. The NWO turns on Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 18. Of course, this is uh, following the Icon versus Icon match, Hogan versus The Rock. Which in itself, I mean, the entirety of this match was fairly shocking to see, to, to number one, to understand that Vince didn't quite foresee the reaction that Hogan would get given that the magnitude of him returning to the WWE was was what it was. And then facing off against The Rock. I'll never forget the first in-ring promo the NWO gave where first Nash had the, the, the mic, then Hall had the mic, and then they passed it to Hogan, and the crowd really started freaking out, and they started, I don't know, chanting Welcome Back or Hulkamania or something like that. And you start to understand that this is not about the NWO. This is about Hulk Hogan, who was the face of the WWF for a very long time, returning to the WWF after, I mean, you you have to call his WCW run a success Mm -hmm. for him. Yeah. Not for the company, but it was definitely a windfall for Hulk Hogan. For Hulk Hogan, exactly. And so he returns and... It's like, wait, we get Hogan back? There's this, it, it was almost as if there was this wave of realization throughout the crowd. Like, it's not just the NWO, it's Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. And the NWO stuff sort of nobody cared about. Oh, yeah, by that point, the, the NWO was like, as a property, was. They had been running to the ground. Garbage. So, exactly, it didn't matter. Um, and so people got Hogan back. And so that set the stage. We got uh, Hogan versus Rock. And then the reaction to that match, I will, that is probably the craziest reaction ever in a match at WrestleMania or maybe even in the WWF or WWE rather because that crowd you know where it was equal parts Rock Hogan it seemed like the crowd more or less I don't know if it was a plan beforehand it forced it it forced Vince's hand yeah he had to turn Hogan face yeah exactly he had to and if I'm not mistaken that decision to send at the end of the match Nash and Hall out there to beat down Hogan that was a decision made at Gorilla. Yeah. And uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, because he didn't he didn't expect Hogan to get all that 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 face pop, basically. Yeah. What you got you got anything? Uh, yeah. Something from Hogan from Fighting Spirit magazine. Oh, close for maintenance. <laughs> close for maintenance. Hogan said that they were, were, were ad-libbing the match on the fly due to the crowd's response. So wow. imagine a lot of that was probably just done in ring. Which is pretty crazy. I know. That is absolutely crazy. Um, but after the match, Hogan, Rock, shake hands. Hogan Lee, or sorry, Rock leaves. NWO mm-hmm. comes out and they beat down Hogan. Um, and then the Rock comes back in, makes the save. And uh, and then he hoists Hogan's hands, I think, at the mm-hmm. ramp or something like mm-hmm. that. So, uh, so yeah, that was, I mean, the entirety of that match and how the crowd just would not accept a heel Hogan um, is, is pretty stunning. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy and, and definitely shocking. Shocking. Number three. Three. Seth Rollins cashes in at hey, WrestleMania we 31. And, and it was indeed shocking. I, I, do I have a picture on my Instagram somewhere. Of you, me, and Hilton, and just shock faces galore. I read that crowd popped. Ma- and he, has, Seth Rollins, has the perfect music. Yeah, for that like the double bass. Yeah, it yeah. just kicks in, and being especially being there live and understanding just how massive that stage was, and you see Seth Rollins' name 
just pop up and that, like you said, the double bass kicks in. And it was like, all of a sudden, the adrenaline starts rushing. Oh, yeah. And he's running down there. And we're all just thinking to ourselves, because we, we were huge Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still are. Still are. And he comes running down, and we're like, oh, my God, he's entering the lion's den, well, basically. Well, not just that. It's not just the, the, the enormity of the moment, him being the first, the cash and money in the bank at WrestleMania. It was a situation where we knew Lesnar walks in as champion. Uh, Reigns, no one liked even back then, no one liked him. <laughs> Even back and then. And so we were in this position where we have this part-timer, Brock, who is the WWE champion, who we know is not going to be around a whole lot. So that's Conlane. Lane. But then also <laughs> Reigns is here, and no one likes him. Right. So this is, you know, a rock and a hard place situation. <laughs> and we had no, there was no clue, nothing to that suggest. This happen. Rollins had just lost via a shocking RKO off his own curb stomp yeah, attempt. Yeah, yeah, in the second match of the card, I believe. Yeah. Um. And then so we were like, okay, there's this, it, I remember the instance clearly. Both uh, Reigns and Lesnar are down the mat. And, we're, and I'm thinking to myself, how are they going to get themselves out of this situation? <laughs> and no, not a second after that thought hit yeah. my head, double bass, oh, Seth Rollins. Man. And I said, that's it. Oh, that's man. how they're getting themselves out of it. I just remember like shoving the both of you. And the pure euphoria of oh, realizing I know. we have to deal with. Champ Lesnar or Champ Reigns. We get Champ Rollins. We get Champ Rollins, which is the best. Which is the absolute best. And then to see him up at the top of the ramp. Oh, my God. That was... I still get I still get chills thinking yep. about that one, man. That was so good. Number two. Two. Uh, Austin turns heel at WrestleMania 17, aligning with Vince McMahon. I would I would classify this one as a turd yeah. of a shocking moment. I remember at the time being so... Uh, number one, I was stunned. I, I was shocked. I did not see it coming. And when it happened, he shook hands with McMahon. I instantly thought to myself, and I know it's sort of cliche to say it now, but I instantly thought they just buried Stone Cold. All of a sudden, he looked so weak and mm -hmm. crappy in mm -hmm. my eyes, and he mm -hmm. was like my favorite one. Mm -hmm. But I was like, this is everything that Stone Cold isn't, mm -hmm. and there's no logical way they can explain this. And they never did. We got some plenty entertaining stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some comedy stuff. We got the two-man power trip, which some of that was kind of okay. Well, you got the whole Stone Cold Kurt Angle stuff. Yeah, we had that stuff. And that stuff. was largely entertaining, but none of that, I think, was was worth losing what Stone Cold was, yeah. you know? And and it's kind of also a bummer because leading up to that moment, the match was outstanding. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It was a fantastic match between Stone Cold and And it had been a Rock. fantastic WrestleMania 17. A yeah. lot of people consider it one of the best ever. Um, to me, it will always be sullied by that. And this is me personally speaking. It'll always be sullied by that ending. It it just it felt so flat and, and bad mm -hmm. and... Yeah, it's just... It, and you hear Stone Cold talk about it, and he says, yeah, I just felt like, you know, Stone Cold, the character as it was, had kind of run his course, and he wanted to do something different. Or yeah. Proposed to him to do something different. And thought, okay. But in hindsight, he realized, probably not the best idea. Well, the funny thing is, too, it, it plays out, if you look at the, the ratings in and, and that year... Oh, yeah, they, 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 just, they, 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 they dive, yeah. They plummeted. They absolutely plummeted. I mean, Rock was only a couple... They were both a couple years away from being gone. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what we could have got out of those years as opposed to what we got from those years. I mean, it would have been one thing for Stone Cold to turn heel, but to align with Vince. It just didn't make, just didn't a, make any sense. A lick of sense. And it just made him look really weak. And then after that, it just wasn't the same. There was some really funny stuff, though. When he oh, there was to, some hilarious stuff. Like the he, hugging. Whenever Vince would ask him to, 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 to channel the Stone Cold, mm -hmm. you know, the of, of before. Yeah. 
during the uh, the invasion stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah, some yeah. funny stuff there. But. Yeah, there was when he when they had like Stone Cold Appreciation Day or whatever it was after the invasion or after he joined the alliance. Yeah, I don't. There there was look, Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of the most entertaining people ever to be in a in a in a ring in the WWE. And he could he could be sitting there reading a phone book and he'd make it entertaining. Yeah. That's that's the God's honest truth. Yep. But to come where he to to go from where he was as just the most compelling anti authority figure and then to land where he did in two thousand one, it was just as a fan, it was just so disappointing. Yeah. Number one one Brock Lesnar breaks the streak. I told you before we started rolling that I felt like this is the closest we'll ever get to our own modern day Bruno San Martino drops the belt moment. The reaction, we just watched it again. We watched this, the reaction that this got when Brock delivered that F5 and count and he got the three count. The reaction of that crowd, it's, it's, it would be really difficult to replicate that in any way. Mm-hmm. Because of how much they had properly built Undertaker's streak. Oh, yeah. Once they got to whenever it was, and I think there still isn't really a definitive answer as to when they decided to make the streak a thing. Mm-hmm. But once they got probably 10 years into it and they realized, hey, he hasn't lost WrestleMania, you know, or however many what years it was. But, you know, and then to hear Triple H in like the Undertaker DVD oh, say, say that the streak should never be broken. It should never be broken. I kind of remember seeing that, and when we used to, t- maybe maybe this was weird during the Tree of Woe days. Yeah, it might have been. Were we doing this during the Tree of Woe days? Well, it was 30. It was four years ago. So it been 2014. Were we still doing Tree of Woe then? No, we might have, we might have been doing, no, we started doing this in September of 2014, right? Oh, okay. I remember watching it out there in your, yeah, yeah, yeah. your living room out there. Maybe it was just my general thoughts. Maybe it wasn't on record, but I remember hearing Triple H say, you know, that, that it should never be broken. I was thinking to myself, well, that dude basically like is about he guaranteed. To, yeah, I know. He, he's about to run the company. So what he says is kind of going to go. Um, and then so to see that happen and then to see the crowd's reaction to that was absolutely like it. People first cheered because the match was over but then the realization set in and Brock's reaction especially Paul Heyman's reaction oh, like both of their reactions were like hey we just we just you know robbed the bank we just pulled off the biggest heist of all I know, time I know uh, Heyman gets goes up to Brock and just starts screaming at him you did it you did it you, you did broke it you the broke streak. the streak exactly and so <laughs> that's great will wrestlemania suck was that for 32 that's for 31 that's for 31 really yeah, yeah. oh wow um it didn't suck no, incidentally yeah um, cause you almost didn't go to that one too. I know. I almost didn't go to that one. Really glad I did. But, uh, but yeah, the, the crowd reaction, then you start hearing booze. You hear, here's you hear noise. Yeah. But you don't know exactly. I think it's a mixture of cheers and booze and, and, and shock and gasping, talking a lot of, a lot a lot of, of talking a lot of people with this face. Yeah. There, there was no, you know, sometimes these days it feels like they have to manufacture the reaction that they want, you know? Yeah, yeah, there like, was no manufacturing. Pick and choose some faces. No manufacturing they could have had a camera on every single person in that arena, and they are like, it was utter confusion. And it's the because there are certain things that just feel real. When Bruno had the title for, what, eight years? Mm-hmm, and dropped it to Ivan Koloff. That probably, I'm speculating, at the time, Felt as real as you can get with a predetermined sport, you know? Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it, it, you get Bruno not losing for eight years, Undertaker never losing at Mania. It seems like 
a formality, the yeah. match itself. Yeah, like a exactly. Okay, yeah. well, you know, they'll get 15 minutes, and then yeah. the Undertaker will hit a, a couple tombstones, and Brock will lose. Yeah. And then on maybe, the next match. Yeah, and then maybe next month Brock will win, and they'll do some stuff. Yeah. But it's Mania. Undertaker doesn't lose Mania. Yeah. It doesn't happen. And then it did, and I do think that there is a parallel there, the kind of stuff that it's like, man, I honestly didn't think that could happen. Mm-hmm. I did not think that could ever happen. Um, so... I, I can't. I, I just don't believe there's a, there's a more shocking no. WrestleMania moment. That might be the most shocking moment in the history of uh, WWF in terms of like stories and stuff. Um, so yeah. Anyways, there's our most shocking moments. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy WrestleMania tomorrow. We'll be live streaming. We're gonna do the kickoff show on Twitch where we're gonna be playing some video. Uh, I think we're gonna be, we're gonna be doing the Minoru Suzuki Challenge, the first annual Minoru Suzuki Challenge. Or I'm going to play as Minoru Suzuki in Virtual Pro Wrestling And I'm going to try to beat Minoru Suzuki. Which you have not been able to which do I've yet. Never, I have not done. Maybe I should. Dang it. I can't create growth hormones. No. In that. What a bummer. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm upset that we can't play uh, Minoru Suzuki's theme for the entirety of that pre, uh, pre-show while I defeat you for two hours. I'm not sad about that, to be honest with you. It's a great theme. Totally happy you can't do that. Uh, anyways, that's it for the show. Oh, and then, of course, the Mania card itself. We're going to be doing our live reactions to that. Uh, on, on our YouTube on our YouTube channel right here where you're watching this if you're watching this till then uh, so that's it for the show till then I'll we'll talk to you guys later bye Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.